0: Uh, Hello, this is Renfri of Riot Act and you join me backstage at the Electric Ballroom in a pretty nice plush-ish backstage area as these (laughs) things go, isn't it, Johannes? I suppose you'd have more um, uh, knowledge of this than me. I'm joined by Johannes Persson from uh, Cult of Luna. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm good. It's
0: lovely to be sat opposite you. It's been been wanting to do something like this for (laughs) quite a long time, so it is an absolute pleasure. Um... We really need to talk about um, A Dawn to Fear. Uh, we are do- on Riot Act. We're trying to cover a load of albums, which we feel like are some of the best records of the year. And yeah, this yeah. is definitely one that fits that bill. So, um, and when I was looking at the press notes for it, you said that uh, you wanted to make the antithesis of everything you had done before in Cult of Luna.
1: Yeah. I've heard that so many times. I'm not even sure I said that, but I oh, really. <laughs> but, uh, According to
0: the press notes, yeah. you did. <laughs> do you, Do you still stick by that? Yeah, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm. Again, I'm. I'm, I'm sticking, um, but it, it needs some explanation. I mean, it, um, ever since, I mean, apart from the first album, it was pretty much us just recording what we had at the time. But yeah. after that, when we started writing, we we started uh, more or less with a very clear idea of what we wanted to do thematically um so uh, for the
0: vertical it was the metropolis yeah exactly city and, and, and,
1: uh, and i mean Mar- uh, marina
0: was more of a sort of space exactly as well. and before yeah, that
1: yeah. we had this this story about this fantasy story about you know the eternal kingdom and 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 before that it was uh, a lot of, of, of uh yeah. yeah oh before eternal kingdom we had this this um Rural uh, idea of male loneliness in, in in the parts where we were from and before that.
0: That was for somewhere along the highway, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: exactly. And then, then the Salvation, that was also loosely based around, I would say, maybe not the same idea as somewhere along the highway, but more of um, um, an idea of, uh, it was kind of a, a personal of, since the, like the Beyond was basically about um, surveillance and 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 like the kind of big macro poly, politics and stuff like that, and a big brother kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, very much. I mean, we I, I think we have some quotes from Orwell uh, in there, um, and uh, Salvation was a very you know a personal album of how to cope pretty much tried to cope on a personal level. Um, and, and more or less from Salvation Beyond, we, we kind of start, started working with what we wanted to tell. I mean, figure out a story arch or a narrative uh, or a theme and kind of started working with that with every aspect of the album. I mean, the, even before we started writing, we talked, okay, what do we want to tell? Yeah. What's the story we wanted to tell? Um, uh, and kind of work from there when it comes to, to the music and then the artwork and and the production videos like everything should have I mean should should go through that theme no but uh, on this album uh, we wanted to try a different a different um, way of doing it I've used this analogy which is maybe a bit out there but like if you imagine uh, the how we worked previously when we kind of we had the picture that we wanted to create mm-hmm. and then we used like you know, like the jigsaw puzzle. Like we put the pieces together in order to make the picture. But with this, we kind of made the jigsaw puzzles first, and then made the puzzle. And like took a step back and had to analyze ourselves. Wait, what is this album all about? What are like, um, what are the songs about? What the lyrics about? Because I, I wrote pretty much. I, I try to do everything on impulse. Uh, just like sit down and write the lyrics uh, if, before before writing the songs. Just just write whatever pops up in my head, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then write the next line and the next line and try to to come up with some sort of um, of uh, narrative. R- yeah. Na- well, not narrative, but the rhythm within the lyrics, and then of course I have to adapt them to the individual songs when they're ready. Uh, but that's the way how how I wrote the lyrics for my part. And also the songs, just write whatever comes up. So in that aspect, it's been a very different um, process to write the whole thing, which has been very interesting. And I really like this way of working. Um, so I might continue doing it.
0: When I listen to the record, I get a sort of... Um, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, but I get a sort of... Um, impending sense of doom from it yep (laughs) and there's um, a lot of death in there
1: yeah and
0: um and, and also just the fact that the record is called a dawn to fear and it feels like you know we are living in times which are where we are quite fearful of things which are about to potentially happen whether that be from a political point of view or from a climate change point of view yeah um, now it sounds like those themes may have come into the making of the record. They may not have done, but if they did, it sounds like it was done through a process subconsciously, maybe. Or do you think there was a point where you I'm, switched?
1: And- I mean, the, the the actual line I don't to fair is, is that referenced something personal, but it could definitely uh, be interpreted with with um, uh, good reasons in uh, you know like a bigger scale okay uh, it's it kind of it's the whole song is about things that you know inevitable are gonna happen in your life that you might not that I mean it's not it's not pleasant I mean if you have a normal life if you live your life as um, and they're lucky, lucky enough to be alive until you die from natural causes you're going to go through stuff, that's not going to uh, be pleasant i mean we all if things worked out the way it should uh, we're all going to bury our parents for example we're all mm-hmm. going to experience mm-hmm. sickness heartache whatever that's inevitable that's going to happen um and that that's kind of what that references i mean that that's like a day you don't want to experience it's days yeah. that you it's moments that you don't want to experience and like it's a period of your life that you don't want to experience and it might sound kind of a bleak and depressing to think about that but I, and i i don't encourage anyone to think about it too much but it could be worth uh, uh contemplating okay um about and maybe from that perspective appreciate where you are right now like maybe even like if, even if you're not like literally happy maybe life is good enough and i <laughs> think things can only can, can always get get worse
0: you need to have the bad times in order to in order to appreciate the good times i suppose is one way of putting. yeah it.
1: but i try to look at it from reverse okay. the reverse point of view that like uh because life for most part is quite good i think one of the most life i mean life experience destroying things is kind of this this illusion of happiness, that mm-hmm. we all should be happy. I mean, people are making tons of money of, 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 of tricking other people that they're not, like, that the life isn't good enough. Mm. Like, the happiness, you know, all these self-help books and those kind of charlatans. Yeah. Um, for most people, at least in the Western world, I mean, that's where I live, that's the only thing I can reference to, life is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, for most part yeah but i mean (laughs) uh and with that said i mean you 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 said you talked about um you know where we are what we are facing politically politically and and also when it comes to to what's not potentially but what's actually going to happen when it comes to to climate change i mean we're 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 heading towards the wall and 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 um and also uh While we're at it, (laughs) while we're driving 180 miles an hour towards that wall, we are um, surrounded by people uh, claiming that we are not in the car. (laughs) I mean, stupidity rules really right now. It's a very depressing time to be alive.
0: Yeah, yeah. It does feel like that. And I suppose it's all relative. I completely understand what you're saying about, you know, if we live in the Western world, we are pretty lucky. Yes, we are. We we definitely are. And I think that's something holding on to. But then at the same time, there are, you know, concerns which are worldwide, which are absolutely petrifying. Um, And for me, certainly, I just feel like this album feeds into that. But even on a more sort of personal level, in terms of fears, it's interesting you say, like having to bury your parents. We talked about on this podcast quite a lot. Both myself and my co-host have both had to bury our mothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, So um, I'm completely, you know, I can completely uh empathize with that sort of feeling and all that sort of thing but other sort of things that specifically you're afraid of which are being um explored on this album that you're comfortable talking about
1: there's nothing in there that from my point of view that's um uh, that involves like actual fear okay um like there's things i dread and things like but like i said earlier things that I, I i i i know that i fear but i i push away i just block block it out yeah but i try to be aware of it i mean you obviously have gone th- through some terrible time terrible times uh um and i like and i have that ahead of me mm. i mean it's 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 just something like i i it's nothing that I, I can control. No. But I know it's going to happen. Do you think
0: that's healthy, trying to block it out?
1: Uh, yeah, in terms of of, of of not thinking about it, yes, because you cannot, there's nothing I can control. Sure, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, but I'm thinking about, it. I know it's going to happen. Like I've had death in my life since I was very, very young. Uh, death in, in the families and all that, so that's, I wouldn't say undramatic, but I had so many friends that have died that like um, I'm, I'm, it's it's just it's I've learned to cope with it. Yeah. But I haven't had a, like a close family member. Mm. I mean, apart from my grandparents and all that. But mm. I mean, that's natural. Mm. That's how it's supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. But I think w- w- one very important thing that happened to me when I was a teenager is, is that. Uh, I was involved in an accident was very very um, we were lucky that my friend survived Um, and that was kind of taught me on a young age that things can happen really really quick one minute you're totally fine and by a freak accident something I mean can be life-threatening and that kind of feeling you get in your stomach when when like the life is on the line for somebody I'll never forget that. And that's like a life lesson that I've, I mean, I I wouldn't want to experience it again, but I learned a lot from it. Uh, and I had like, I I couldn't talk about that for, for uh, like five years after it happened. And and like my, 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 my body still shuts down uh, sometimes when I see blood, I I don't have a problem with my own bleeding, but other people like, I I know as a good citizen, you should give blood, sure yes yeah, so I, I i i i went with my girlfriend she was going to give blood on, on the blood bank and i told her, the woman at the counter like i really want to do this but i, I don't know and she said like well judging by the, the 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 skin tone you have right now you should not do this
0: right because you're white as a sheet yeah oh my god okay yeah. And like, this is something that happened 25 years ago. Yeah, I was, 15, I was 14,
1: 15 years ago. Right, yeah, goodness, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. It's
0: crazy how that sort of trauma can stick with you. It's
1: yeah, like, it's like, I, I can rationalize when that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, once I, 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 I needed to give I, I did, to get like like to a blood sample, it was quite a lot of blood. And I felt my whole body getting numb. It's like my, my, my body was reacting to something and i told the nurse like look um i know what's happening now like i'm trying to like rationalize it and i'm not afraid it's not nothing about that it, but like I, I can't do anything about it and then like i was very very close to passing out like my i couldn't see anything and i told her, like look um now my vision uh, disappeared i can't see anything and she <laughs> I wasn't this uh, this bench that they could put upside down, and she did. Yeah, yeah, and it all came back to me. But that that was very weird too. Like like my mind can't cope with it, but my body can. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you've also um, talked about with regards to the album about how I, I don't know if these themes came out as you were writing it, but how it's become about home in a sense yes. and what home means yes. to you could you sort of um tell me a little bit more about that yeah. and 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 what does home mean to you and how have you figured that out
1: yeah a lot a lot of the subject that that, that came out was about, and, and and i and, I, and I, that didn't, didn't surprise me at all i mean i moved away from from umeo and like the the town i grew up in yeah which is my hometown yeah moved away um uh, 13, 14 years ago. Okay. And never looked back until a couple of years ago. You were quite keen to
0: move away. Yeah, like I
1: left. It's not yeah. a city for me at all. But like, in small, small step, I saw, well, in when I looked back, uh, I saw small, small step that kind of changed the whole thing. I mean, I moved away, started a career in Stockholm. I I did what I, like, I, in, in the line of work that I wanted to do. I, like, um then i got then i got mm-hmm. became a father and i mean it's such a cliche to say but like life changed a whole lot yeah and you yeah. start valuing other things than yeah. yourself and your career and all that it so became, you
0: become the frame rather than the picture exactly <laughs> yeah yeah it. yeah
1: and i realized like this is there's a like a maybe it's a just detail but i realized like a Every tattoo that I do on my body has some connection to the place where I live. Oh, right. This must mean something, and I felt more and more drawn to to back home, hmm. um, and that's something that was very apparent in in the writing of lyrics and 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 it, not only home as a geographical place. Definitely, it, it is. There, there's some aspect of that, but also where you want, I mean, where you feel safe, where you feel at home on, a, on an emotional level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, th- there's a lot of that. And also, I mean, turning forward, I mean, life just changes. You get other priorities. I'm, I'm, and I'm not, that's just how it happened to me. and I. I but I think it's very kind of um, generalization that, that I feel think goes for most people when you get a bit older you just starting to value other things mm-hmm. it was it, it was great to um to live in the middle of stockholm the pulse of the city for a while now i i can't stand that city oh really yeah okay. interesting so we we moved out and we're planning to move back to to umio really yeah right. i mean yeah. that's where i want my kids to grow, grow up
0: it's more idyllic, as far as I know yeah I mean
1: it, it, it I mean it's not a small city, but i and i grew up I grew up in a village outside right i mean yeah. um we had our backyard, and after that you had miles and miles of forest right, 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 and you don't have that in the city, and like i, I can't stand it right yeah. okay,
0: interesting, no yeah. um I mean last year was the twentieth anniversary of the band as well, yeah. and I wonder those kind of milestones often sort of make you reappraise things and rethink things as well um do you think that having that 20th did that 20th anniversary even come up did you even consider that not in the slightest
1: well you know i thought about it and it, it, like you said it's a milestone but, yeah. but 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 nothing nothing special i mean we had our plans and we were like we were we're a different band now than we were back then both like <laughs> Physically when it comes to band members, but also uh, mm. like where we are um, and what we do, mm. very different. Um, so, um,
0: how do you feel those changes have manifested themselves? Then,
1: well, we become better for once. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would agree with you. <laughs> and we, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we found our, our way of doing it, and I mean, we—you can't compare those two. I mean, we were kids, yeah. literally kids. Yeah. yeah. And now we all—not everybody, but most of us—I mean, we're all in. I mean, you know, we have. There's a lot of children, children. Involved. I mean, we're just—we're just grown up. Now. Things, I suppose I, I, with that, I'm not saying that I've grown much mentally, but, <laughs> but, but, but I have other responsibilities.
0: I suppose when you start the band, and, and you know, please tell me if this is wrong, but when you start the band that is a massive, massive part of your life. And yes. as life goes on, you get other responsibilities and other things that come into it, and it yeah. has just becomes sort of a facet of who you are.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, when we um, when we started, that was the only thing I wanted to do.
0: Right, right.
1: And now, like, not much have changed <laughs> when it comes to, like, because the band is in my, going in my head all the time. Yeah. But... Um, I have other things I need to do before I can play the guitar. Absolutely. (laughs) When the kids are asleep, uh, then I can pick up the guitar again. Um, But yeah, it's about like, the band is still in my mind, pretty much 24-7, but the day only have 24 hours and I have lots of other things to do Uh, um, during that time period so i only have i have less time that's the only thing yeah
0: yeah Yeah. um when you started the band it there was a very i mean i suppose it's easy to look at this from a historical context but um i don't know if you noticed it at the time or not but there was a lot of you know, very exciting things happening in what I'm going to broadly term heavy music. Yeah, yeah. The two main ones being, you know, Meshuggah and and Refuse. Meshuggah were on Chaos Sphere. Yeah. Refuse were about to implode, but they obviously just release the Shape of Punk to come. When you were there at that time, did you get that sense that there was anything going on, or or were you completely oblivious to that? Were you just sort of
1: doing no? I mean, it, it was just things. It was just uh, another album. Oh, Meshuggah put out another album. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah and uh, 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 yeah, I mean, refused to be a part of my like universe since '92 or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. it was just oh they're doing their thing. Oh yeah, yeah that's their. I mean it was not you I didn't think about it in that those terms back then, I still think chaos fair chaos fair is probably my favorite mich oh yeah yeah well, i mean i I love their new stuff too yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah the, 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 uh, and uh, i i know that, that they just threw um those songs together like really quick, just they had to put out something right yeah so wow. yeah, yeah uh but and I mean we're all from the same city, um yeah, yeah. michuga guys. Are, they're a bit more. They're a bit older than than we are. So they were not like we've never been a part of that. I mean, met them in other circumstances, but but they were never part of like refuse. Were
0: yeah yeah okay yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay. Um, you've talked about. Um, I, I mean, I <laughs> this feels like a sort of hot button topic at the moment, um, but you've sort of discussed in a Quietus interview about. Um, there being repercussions for things that band members do in in their lives and why, you know, I think it's a sort of, we don't need to talk about who the band is here, but I think it's relatively obvious if you like put two and two together, you can figure out who you were talking about.
1: Say say the name, say the band name. Well, I'm
0: assuming it was As I Lay Dying um, from what was um, talked about in that particular interview. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, And um, there is... It feels like we've we've got a few generations coming through now who are just far more aware of that being, that sort of behavior being unacceptable. And I'm wondering where you think that is going to go in the future. Do you think that's gonna become something that people are still willing to ignore? Or do you think it's something that will?
1: Uh, look, I don't know. Uh, the, the starting point of, of the, the whole thing, Uh, because it was, it was taken a bit out of context. Okay. Um. We um. Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, that came out from a discussion when we talked about the hardcore scene, where 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 I'm from. Okay. Where where, uh, like, uh, because yeah, ideas, and moral, you know, ethics. Yes. it was inseparable they, yes. they were like a part of the scene and and so the, this subject came up when i talked about like that's why my brain cannot understand like that's that's how i grew up yes. music and ideas and you know you didn't get away with anything yeah. if you were an asshole people will tell you and they would shun you out yeah so that's where i'm from that's yeah. my background that's how i grew up so that's why and that was an, an example I, I said like I don't understand how that doesn't apply to everybody. Like, my it's a cognitive dissonance. I don't understand how, like, nobody cares, that, nobody, but you know, people in general don't care about this. And then I took that as an example. I could have taken a, another example. I mean, could have been an example. Or yeah, but uh, yeah, of course, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not asking uh, I, you I don't, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't want to downplay that, but a very big difference between just being a drunk asshole and yeah but but are there other things i mean you can take an example like michael jackson or how many yeah how many people do you think would go to a lost profit concert
0: it's scary to think because it's interesting you mentioned the michael jackson i did a tiny little experiment myself when the leaving neverland documentary came out earlier this year uh i did a screen grab of his spotify streams um the month before it came out and then the month after and he'd (laughs) lost a million streams which sounds like a lot but it was out of sort of 22 million or something like that so in the grand scheme of things it was a very small and that that surprised me that not enough people and apparently his YouTube videos actually went up as well yeah
1: I mean but but, but that's you know people checking yeah yeah, I I just don't know Um, but the difference is that he's dead yeah so so. yeah yeah, but yeah, but I took that as an example of how I don't understand how people's behavior don't. I mean, the, that they don't suffer the consequence, like the social consequences of yeah. of doing uh, things like that. I mean, there's people have <laughs> people have done far, far, far less in like my community to be shunned out. Right. Assholes, just you know, get rid of them. Yeah. We don't need them. Fuck yeah. them. I mean and, and and with that um yeah it, 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 that was just an example from sure. a discussion of where I'm from basically
0: sure 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 understand so it's not sort of you're not sort of pointing at that particular example. I could
1: I could, I have no problem doing that I'll mm-hmm. say, like the only thing that bothers me is that I think I I don't like there was this trigger word like coward that I don't think I said. Ah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, I yeah. don't ca- like. Oh, I got so much hate mail from that, um, and so many tough guys that, that that that's out there in front of the keyboards that really want to 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 um to def- to defend their favorite band by by <laughs> proving my point that like male. Masculinity, like this extreme form of masculinity, where yeah, exactly. With when you you saw difference of opinions with with violence, they try, (laughs) yeah. Um, let's say, yeah, they they at least proved me right. Um, yeah, yeah, but
0: well, by sending you hate mail, they're proving you, yeah. I mean,
1: sending me mail that they basically want to punch me. Well, what do you think you'll prove with that yeah I mean you you do that okay what have you proven that I'm right yeah. if you have a problem with me I have no problem with apologizing for like, I, I I'm not a perfect person far from yeah. it I, I, I I'm mistaken sometimes and I have no problem apologizing I have no problem with having difference of opinions like I can be maybe maybe you you don't agree with me that's fine and we can have a civilized debate about it but that apparently doesn't go for everybody. Yes, yeah.
0: absolutely. And that is a massive issue with the world that we're in right now. I think it yes, yes. Um, yeah. seems like not a very happy note to end it on, but I need to end but it. In no, <laughs> no, but I, I
1: think it's important that people fucking behave. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's okay to have difference of opinions and still be, I mean, to a certain extent and still be okay. I mean, I, I can still have a bear with you. We might not become best friends <laughs> and we have, Maybe we have very different opinions on stuff, but I mean, if we uh, turn to violence, I mean, where are, is this? Where's that going to lead us? Where does it go from there? Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> thank, thank you, guys.
0: <laughs> it seems like a terrible note to leave it on, but thank you so much. Yeah, but
1: we, we, at least we're friends.
0: <laughs> we're, good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're all right. Yeah, yeah to yeah. be clear, we're yeah. we're fine. We're like we're, we're not having any disagreements. Right. Thank you so much for your time, Johannes. Very right, cheers. Uh, no problem. Cheers. Thank you.